There goes Shires to third. It's ripped right back up the middle. Oh, Caught by the second nice baseman. Play. And Lee will throw to shortstop. And Joey Scoff is doubled off his base runner in wow. Lane Shires. Today, the Carney Bearcats hit the road to take on the Lincoln Southwest Silverhawks. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Pitch is hit towards center field. Coming in strong and diving and making the catch is going to be Paul Schuyler. Tagging up towards the plate. The throw's there. Got him on the foot. But Richter is sliding in ahead of the tag. And Carney takes a 2-1 lead. A nice play in center by Paul Schuyler. Carney took on fellow Tri-City rival Grand Island last night, while Lincoln Southwest took on Creighton Prep and Grand Island this week as well. Both teams have similar records. Southwest is looking to lock up hosting a district, while Carney is trying to recrack the top ten. It's the Bearcats and Silverhawks coming up next, but first, it's time for the pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Lincoln right after this word. To be a Platte River Prep school sponsor, like Awari Dunes and Copycat Printing, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. Plum 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platteriverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. And good morning, everyone, from Den Hartog Field in Lincoln. It is time for Carney Baseball on a chilly, windy Saturday morning here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Will we join the NFL draft when we finish up here? We've already had a baseball game here today, a Lincoln tournament going on. Norris beating Central City Fullerton this morning in the first game here at 9 o'clock. They won that by a score of 9-1, to one, a game that did go the distance. Here, Kearney High is taking on Lincoln Southwest. Their records are similar. Their opponent's a little bit different, and before losing back-to-back games this past week, Southwest was actually still ranked number three in the state in Class A, but then they lose to uh, Creighton Prep and to Grand Island on Monday and uh, on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, those games actually were. And then, of course, uh, Grand Island coming back uh, on Wednesday, Thursday, and then Grand Island and Kearney playing yesterday, 5-2, to two, Kearney High getting the win. Grand Island, a very busy week, splitting games with Hastings this week, so pretty crazy out there for the Islanders. For Kearney, uh, hasn't been quite as bad because uh, they played against Bellevue East in a game we had for you here on Monday, and then uh, beating Grand Island yesterday, so they've won four in a row, and they've won five of their last six after splitting the doubleheader with Creighton Prep. But after starting 10-1 and one on the season, uh, Lincoln Southwest, then fell in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. They were the number one seed and were upset by Lincoln North Star and then uh, lost to Kearney in the consolation semifinals. Kearney then went on and beat Grand Island 12-11 uh, to 11 to take fifth place. But really, since that loss to Kearney, it has been struggles for Lincoln Southwest. They won the Lincoln East invite by beating Burke, Norris, and Omaha Central, but the rest of the regular season games, Pius East, Creighton Prep, and Grand Island, they dropped all four of those. So they come in today with a record of 13-7. and seven. Kearney comes in with a record of 14-7. and seven. High School Baseball here on ESPN Radio, brought to you in part by the Bike Shed, Head to the Shed, and Biotest Plasma Center. Be a superhero, save lives, and get compensated. Kearney and Lincoln Southwest getting ready for some high school baseball. The wind's blowing 
well over 20 miles an hour. If the wind wasn't blowing, it wouldn't be a bad day. The sun was out this morning at about 8 o'clock. The wind was blowing about 6 mile an hour outside, and things drastically changed uh, between about 9 and 10, and it's going to be that way the rest of the day. Also will affect uh, Nebraska and Illinois baseball, Nebraska and Maryland softball all in Lincoln today. Hastings College Baseball, they're playing a doubleheader at Duncan Field. That doesn't start until 4 o'clock, but you'll hear it on 1230 AM KHAS. Hastings College Softball at the Smith Complex at 1 o'clock against Briarcliff. UNK Softball down at Fort Hay State today. Two very important games as the Lopers try to qualify for the MIAA tournament, and then the Lopers will host Hayes uh, tomorrow. Uh, weather permitting. A lot more rain in Kearney, well, we understand, uh, last night than they had here in Lincoln, so they are able to play. We will hear from head coach Brad Archer before today's ball game and take a look at the starting lineups as we continue with Kearney Baseball here on ESPN Radio. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! It's the dream of every American, your own home. And Midwest Elite Contracting brings that dream to you. Whether your old home is not big enough, needing updates, or new construction, Midwest Elite Contracting can complete it. On time, on budget. They can help you with everything, including the design, new construction, remodel, siding, roofing, and more. The only name you need is Midwest Elite Contracting. Stop in and see the showroom at their new location, 3803 2nd Avenue, and online at mweletecontracting.com. Joined now by Coach Brad Archer as the week continues, coming off a nice win yesterday against uh, Grand Island Coach Southwest today. But uh, let's talk about uh, the pitching performance of Mason Casper yesterday uh, around the plate all day long. Well, he was threw a lot of strikes. I think he only had one walk and something like 12 strikeouts and just threw a phenomenal game for us. And and then uh, he lasted about six and two-thirds innings, and then we had to bring in uh, Chandler Welker. But uh, there's no question the game of baseball starts with the guy on the mound, and Chandler gave us a great opportunity to win yesterday. And that guy on the mound today is Brandt. We talked about him a little bit yesterday. He's had a really good season for you, and you've had him pitch in some weather like this already this year. But how does that change uh, windy and a little cool, but maybe so much the wind today? How does that affect uh, what your pitchers do out there? Well, we're just going to try to keep the ball down as usual. And, and uh, obviously the wind's going to be a factor today because it's blowing pretty hard here right now. But uh, Branch usually around the plate as well. And, and uh, hopefully he has his other two pitches to go along with his fastball because for him to be successful, he needs to make he needs to have a good change up along with the curveball. Then on a day like this, offensively, do you try to get as many small ball bunts as early as you can to try to get on the board? Or is it just a different philosophy because the ball, if it's in the air, you never know if it's going to be caught or not? Well, we'll kind of play that by ear here. You know, number one, we'll take a look at who they're pitching and, and kind of go from there. But uh, we'll see how the fly balls are playing and, and those type of things. But uh, we don't mind playing small ball whenever we have the opportunity. 
Jackson really had a nice day for you yesterday, too. He did. Jackson's kind of come on here the last two or three weeks. He's gotten some opportunities and definitely taken advantage of those. And, and uh, without his three hits yesterday, that could have totally been a different ballgame. And you saw Southwest, obviously, already. Uh, they've played some pretty good baseball. We talked about it briefly yesterday. But what is it that uh, poses some problems? What do they do well? Well, they've been scoring a lot of runs. You know, they got off to a great start to uh, begin the spring. I think they won seven, eight, nine in a row, something like that. And, and uh, as you said, they played some great competition as well. And uh, But uh, they've always been good as far as, uh, you know, one, two, three pitchers and, and have always hit the ball extremely well. All right, Coach, thanks, and good luck today. All right, thanks, Steph. That's Brad Archer, head coach of the Kearney High Bearcats. As uh, we look at the temperature right now, it's uh, 47 degrees here, 49 degrees, with the wind blowing out of the north-northwest at 25 mile an hour, so from left to right, and about to 42 degrees is what the so-called wind chill would be, which you don't like to be talking about at the end of April. Let's take a look at the starting lineup for today's baseball game. First off for Lincoln Southwest, the number three team in Class A. That'll change after a couple of losses already this week. Number 12 is the catcher, Noah Buss. He is the second-leading uh, batter that's in the starting lineup today. They are not putting Luke Sartori in the starting lineup today. He's actually the team's leading hitter for those that uh, have played a majority of the ball games uh, so far this year. He's hitting, by the way, bus 347. He's doing the catching and leading off. Batting second and playing left field is number 18, Brock Merkel. Batting third and at shortstop is number two, Cameron Frederick. The cleanup hitter and playing second base is Max Peterson. The designated hitter for Lincoln Southwest is number 24, Trayton Randall. He'll bat fifth. Batting sixth and playing center field is number seven, Nate Matthews. Batting seventh at first base is number 11, Trey Roberson. Batting eighth in right field is Chase Rennie. And batting ninth at third base is number five, Cameron Fox. The pitcher today who will uh, be DH4 by Randall is number 16, Josh Hine. Hine has a 2-1 and record this year in 27 innings. This will be his seventh appearance with an ERA of 3.89. The head coach at Southwest is Mitch Vernon, assisted by Joe Fagler, Ben Lynch, and Dylan Matthews coming in with a record of 13-7. and Carney High did beat Lincoln Southwest earlier this year in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament by a score of 11 to 3. Now take a look at the starting lineup for the Carney Bearcats. On uh, that leadoff spot again, once again, is number 12, the second baseman, Lane Shires. Batting second in right field, number 21, Corbin Foster. Batting third and doing the catching this morning, or now this afternoon, number 10, Braid Miller. The cleanup hitter, as usual, is Mason Casper. He'll play third base today, wearing number four. Staying in the designated hitter role and batting fifth is number 36, Corbin Rich. Batting sixth at shortstop is number 41, Seth Schroh. Batting seventh at first base is number 35, Jackson Worley. Batting eighth in left field is number 20, Will Richter. And batting ninth in center field is number three, Trey Rodriguez. Pitching today for Carney is number 24, Brant Grosskreitz. Grosskreitz and Casper, kind of the 1A, 1B pitchers, as Coach uh, Archer said at the beginning of the year, and that's kind of turned to be that way. As he said yesterday with Casper going, getting the 12 strikeouts, seven out of the first nine batters he faced, he struck out. Uh, would have had a complete game, but uh, on a chopper that came back to him on the final out, 
out of the game. He slipped, and they couldn't make the out, and then he'd hit his pitch count. So that's why Welker came in and, and finished it off. But Grosskreitz, definitely a solid starting pitcher here for Carney High, who is coached by Brad Archer, assisted by Matt Conant and Peyton Pocock. They come in with a record of 14-7 and seven winners of five of their last six. And that's the starting lineup as we get ready for Carney Baseball here at Den Hartog Field by Seacrest Field at Lincoln East. They're taking on Lincoln Southwest. We'll have the opening pitch right after this. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Supporting Carney High School Baseball. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. We're ready to go as Josh Hines steps in, and the first pitch of the ball game is just going to be up and away here to Carney's leadoff hitter, Lane Shires, for ball one. Again, the wind howling from uh, left to right, 25 mile an hour plus. That's going to affect a lot of baseballs that are hit in the air today as the next pitch is low and away, ball two. And how will it affect the pitchers here today? You heard us talking about that with the head coach, Brad Archer. The 2-0 pitch going to be taken all the way, and that's in there for strike one. And don't kid yourself, a day like this, usually that strike zone gets expanded. Uh, the umpire's feeling just like everybody else that's out there in the wind. So you better be ready to swing the battle. The 2-1 pitch to Shires is a curveball that's chopped foul right at the plate, and it's 2-2. Corbin Foster will be next, then Braden Miller. Again, it's Shires, Foster, Miller, Casper, Rich, Stroh, Worley, Richter, Rodriguez. The batting order here this afternoon for Carney on KXPN Carney and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And the 2-2 pitch from Josh Hyde on the way. Another curveball, but it's high. It definitely had motion on it, but it stayed high. And a full count to the leadoff batter in Lane Shires. And, of course, if Shires can get on, he's got speed to get you down to second quickly. Setting up outside. Fastball comes inside. They're going to punch him out for strike three. Noah Buss set up inside. Hine threw a fastball that hit the inner half. And going down on strikes is Lane Shires. So Corbin Foster, the right fielder, will come up. It's kind of been a streaky hitter for Carney. I'm sure he would admit that as well as the coaches. Uh, started off a little slow that a couple of weeks ago got really hot. Now he's trying to even that out somewhere in the middle as he takes ball one high here from Hine. 
Foster playing out in right field again, as we said. And that's going to be very important today defensively as the wind is picked up even more. Fastball right down the middle for strike number one, one and one to Corbin Foster. Southwest playing it shaded a little bit towards right field the way that wind is with Nate Matthews, the center fielder, headed that way. The 1-1 pitch swung on and lined over the first base. Bag got a nice snag down there by Trey Roberson, who will pick it up and step on the bag. He got down low and took away what could have been extra bases that time from Corbin Foster. It wasn't hit extremely hard, but it was pulled right over the first base bag. And uh, Roberson will take it three unassisted for out number two. So the first two men down here for Carney Heim and Braden Miller will step in. The catcher who loves to pull the fastball will take a swing at the first one. And look at that. He hits it to center, and it is into the gap as it goes all the way to right center. Extra bases here for Braden Miller. He's going to turn two into three, and he'll be in there with a stand-up triple with two outs. Can Carney make something happen now with two outs? You can see the wind take that. It looked like a golf shot of Mark Armstrong right there. It started right down the fairway and then it sliced over into the other fairway but it was still a ball that you can go hit and that's the old, that's the key right there. I want to thank Mark and uh, all the folks here. He's with us in the press box athletic director at Southwest uh, for uh, their hospitality here as you play all over when you come to Lincoln and today we're at Den Hard Talk. So a triple for Braden Miller with two outs and that'll bring up Mason Casper. And Casper, who's not afraid to wear one, will take one on the inside for ball one. One ball, no strikes. And if Casper can keep it going, then the freshman-designated hitter Corbin Rich would be up next. Casper opens that stance, the 1-0 pitch here. Fastball, he'll take that for strike one, right below the letters on the jersey for Carney. One and one. So Hine working fast, but moving the ball all around. Hasn't missed really bad yet. The 1-1 pitch inside. Casper was hoping that was going to clip his elbow, but it missed him. 2-1. And again, it's a fine line. Casper stands right on the plate, as you've known, if you've listened or if you've watched Carney High. And he's been hit by a pitch more than anybody in the tri-state area, but uh, didn't get that one to land on the shoulder. 2-1 pitch. Outside corners. 2-2. So Miller standing down at third, hoping to get across to get Carney on the board here in the top of the first against Lincoln Southwest. And a 2-2 pitch now coming up to uh, Mason Casper playing third base this afternoon for Carney High. And Hine took a little too long. And so Casper says, let's take a timeout and get reset in here. So Casper digs in with that right paw. And he is ready for the 2-2 pitch from Hine. Fastball fouled straight back, strike one. Our first foul ball of the game brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Doug Duda with you on this Saturday on the road here. Carney and Lincoln Southwest, as you can hear a little bit of the wind whipping in the background. Another 2-2 pitch to Casper. Off speed is going to be hit down the right field line. It's falling, it's falling, it's down. It's going to get all the way to the wall, and Casper's going to have a two-out RBI double, and Carney High is on the board. Chase Rennie ran it down, but Casper cue-balled it right down the right field line with a little help from the wind. A triple by Miller, a double by Casper, and Carney High is up by a score of 1-0, bringing up the designated hitter. Corbin Rich. So Josh Hine was able to get Shires and Foster striking out Shires looking. Foster on a well-hit ball, but snagged on the right field first base line by Roberson. So now out of the stretch for the first time. Hine, curveball, and Rich is out in front of that. And it is 0-1-1. And that's one thing Corbin will continue to learn. He's just a freshman. He can really pound the baseball if you leave it in the zone. And he's getting 
trying to get better on some of the off-speed stuff. That was a great pitch to lead him off there by Josh Hine. 0-1. And the 0-1 pitch, same thing, and he'll lay off this one. It's 1-1. Seth Stroh on deck. Carney trying to extend the top of the first inning here in Heartland Athletic Conference play at Den Hartog Field here in Lincoln. Glad to have you along with us on this Saturday. Casper gets his lead away from second. The shortstop, Frederick, behind him. They'll throw back to second. It bounces off the dirt. It bounces off Casper, and he's back in safely. Casper, not a threat to steal third here, obviously, but they would like to keep him in range just in case there's a soft-hit ground ball or something that gets in front of an outfielder where they might be able to gun him down at the plate or at least hold him at third. The 1-1 pitch to Rich is a fastball outside corner, strike two. There's your expanded strike zone. That had a little bit of movement on it, but it looked like it probably missed a bit. But on a day like this, you're going to get that, and probably both ways. One ball, two strikes now as Josh Hine tries to get out of the top of the first. The 1-2 pitch, off speed, down low again. Casper took off, and the ball was kept in front of the catcher, Noah Buss, and he hustled back. He got about 30 feet down there and decided to put the brakes on. So with two outs, Miller tripled, and then Casper doubled, and now it's a 2-2 count to Corbin Rich. Josh Hine, the pitch, stays high, ball three. So it's full and Stroh on deck. Carney High trying to keep this two-out rally going here in the top of the first. Had a good start yesterday against Grand Island. When Carney gets off to a good start, they're pretty hard to beat. The 3-2 pitch. Rich swings through a fastball. Great pitch that he puts by him on the outer half and strikeout number two to retire the side. There was one run on two hits, no errors. One man left on. Carney High one. Lincoln Southwest coming to bat. You're listening to Carney Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Radio. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. 
Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. And we go to the bottom of the first with our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Duda. Brant Grosskreitz will throw a fastball, overthrow it a little low to Noah Buss to start things off here in the bottom of the first. Buss, you don't rarely see a catcher leading off, but Buss, a left-handed catcher, is leading off, and he'll take a 1-0 pitch right down the gut for strike one. One and one. Noah Buss, the catcher. Brock Merkel, the left fielder. Cameron Frederick, the shortstop. Leading it off here, the top three batters in the bottom of the first for Lincoln Southwest. Carney up one nothing. Here's one ripped towards first. It's off the glove that time of Jackson Worley. He'll cover the pitcher. Grosskreitz, they got him. Going in with a head first slide was Noah Buss. And that one bounced hard. It was just ripped to the first baseman, uh, Jackson Worley. It went off the heel of his glove towards second. He had to run over, grab it, and Grosskreitz was there all along. And they got him on a bang-bang play. So that'll bring up the left fielder, Brock Merkel, another left-handed hitter here for Lincoln Southwest. <laughs> Carney High playing a little more straight up than Southwest did defensively. The center fielder, Trey Rodriguez, just about two steps towards right. Again, that wind howling at about a consistent 20 to 25 with higher gusts, and it saw at the top of the first already moving the ball from center towards right field. And the 1-0 pitch is ripped down the right field line, but it's going to be yanked foul and out of play. So they're on Grosskreitz early here. They've squared him up the first couple of batters. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. And the count now 1-1 one and one on Brock Merkel. Cameron Frederick would be next. Then Max Peterson. It's Bus Merkel, Frederick, Peterson, Randall, Matthews, Roberson, Rennie, Fox. The nine-man batting rotation here today for Southwest. And the curveball off the top of the glove there of the catcher, Braden Miller. And it's going to be ball two, two and one. Again, Southwest pitcher Josh Hine retired the first two men for Carney, And then Miller tripled and Casper doubled. And that's how they were able to push across the run to the top of the first. The 2-1 pitch. Fastball a little low, but taken out. Big hack. He's going to miss at that time is Brock Merkel, and it's going to be two balls and two strikes. Thought it was going to be right around his kneecaps. Ended up a little bit lower than that. Had to stretch the bat down. Grosskreitz working quickly. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three. So the first strike out of the ball game for Grosskreitz will send down Brock Merkel, and that'll bring up the shortstop Cameron Frederick of the nine that are batting in the starting rotation today, he has the best average at 357 so far on the season. They bat about 290. Uh, they don't have anybody hitting at 460, but they've got a lot of guys that can hit it over 300. Grosskreitz lets one get away outside, and it's ball one, 1-0. and oh. Brant Grosskreitz, 2-2, two and two, couple of hard luck losses this year. His ERA is under three. He is a solid pitcher for Carney High, and here's one that's going to be ripped between short and third for the first base hit of the ball game, Cameron Frederick. It's the two-out single, and Frederick will pull up at first. So just like Carney did, first two go down, and then a two-out base hit. And another left-handed hitter here for Max Peterson. He's the second baseman for Lincoln Southwest. Again, Carney 
beat Lincoln Southwest in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament in the second game after both were beaten in the first game, and then they come back two days later. It was a day kind of like this. The pitch is going to be fouled back, and going on the pitch was Cameron Frederick. So he had a good read on Brent Grosskreitz, but he'll have to go back to first as the ball is fouled back and out of play by Peterson. one nothing Carney, bottom of the first here at Den Hartog. That is the field on the grounds of Lincoln East, just past Seacrest Field here. And the 0-1 pitch, Grosskreitz a little longer, this time no run, and it'll be just inside. Good pitch from Grosskreitz that was taken for a ball. By Max Peterson. One ball, one strike. Frederick a throw quickly over to first. Had him lead in the wrong way. Both the first baseman, Worley, and the base runner, Frederick, had to dive on the ground. One to get back to the bag. One to grab the baseball. But he's safe. And now Grosskreis ready to deal the 1-1 pitch. Out of the stretch. Curveball is hit to right field and fairly well hit. Back to the fence and it's over the head. Of Corbin Foster. Should not be enough to get him in. Oh, they're going to send him, and they don't get the relay in. I thought the relay would get there a little quicker. It's going to be an RBI double for Max Peterson. And we are tied one apiece here. So Frederick, who was not off on the pitch, but once he saw it with two outs, he didn't have to hold. And Carney High got to it quickly, but the cutoff did not relay the ball into the plate. And so it's going to be a 1-1 game here into the bottom of the first, and that'll bring up the designated hitter, number 24, Trayton Randall. Here's a big boy standing in there for Lincoln Southwest. So can Southwest continue this two-out rally. The top and bottom of the first, very similar. And Brant Grosskreitz. Fastball hits the outside black for strike one, taken by Randall. Similar. Carney High, first two guys out, then a triple and a double. Lincoln Southwest, first guy, two guys out, then a single and a double. Now can Grosskreitz close the door on Randall? 0-1 pitch as Miller sets up on the outside half. Takes a long time, and then they will call time. So it is 0-1. Grosskreitz went ahead and delivered the pitch. He had started his move, but time had been called. No play on at second. Grosskreitz now ready to deal. The 0-1 pitch. Just a little bit outside. Ball one. One ball, one strike. To Trayton Randall. Nate Matthews would be next. So we were basically a couple of pitches away from being three up, three down for both sides. Instead, we're still battling here in the first. One, one. With a runner at second and Grosskreitz. Brings it home. Curve ball hit into center field. That's going to be a base hit. And Lincoln Southwest is going to take the lead. Trey Randall stayed back on that one and drove it right over the shortstop. Seth Stroh's head. And another two-out base hit here, three in a row for Lincoln Southwest, and they've already put two runs on the board here against Carney High. So two to one, Lincoln Southwest. And the center fielder, Nate Matthews, will stand in there. That uh, curveball just didn't have a whole lot of movement. It kind of hung up there, and Randall was able to slap it right back up the middle. Two runs on three hits, all with two outs here for Southwest at the bottom of the first. And here's one that's called strike one. Fastball inside half for Brant Grosskreitz. Final week of the season is upon us. 
Carney High's final scheduled regular season game is Wednesday. Here's a curveball that's popped up to the shallow left field coming in and making the catch is Will Richter. So Matthews flies out to left, but that will not deter Lincoln Southwest from taking the lead here in the first inning. Two runs, three hits, no errors, and there was one man left on. We're through one here at Den Hartog. It's Lincoln Southwest 2, Carney 1. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Radio. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we call Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HDTVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtothesshed.com. Seth Stroh is going to take ball one here for Carney to uh, lead off the top of the second inning. Then Jackson Worley and Will Richter. The 1-0 pitch fouled back. One ball, one strike for Stroh. Carney trailing 2-1 against Lincoln Southwest as we're here in the top of the second inning on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Stroh the lefty, the 1-1 pitch fouled back again. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. One ball, two strikes again. Stroh uh, just kind of maybe the biggest mystery player for the baseball team this year. Been good defensively for the most part. Offensively, even when he puts the ball in play, just hasn't been able to find the hole. Seems like he's getting a little bit more in rhythm the last couple of weeks. And here he rips one right back up the middle for a base hit. Again, there's a curveball that just kind of hung right in there, right down the middle of the plate is where it ended up. And Stroh singles back up the middle to lead off the top of the second here for Carney. And that's what we're talking about. Stroh just finally seems to be getting a little bit of rhythm. Not everyone like that has found a hole, but that one did. And that will bring up the first baseman, number 35, Jackson Worley. Worley, three for four yesterday, put all four balls in play. And he will take a swing at the first one, and that's a short little Texas leaguer into right field, diving and not making the catch. Boy, Chase Rennie couldn't tell from here, but the umpire says no, it hit the ground, and had they ruled that a catch, Stroh would have been dead man walking because he was already down at second. He was anticipating that that was dropping all the way. So a little Texas leaguer there for Jackson Worley, and he keeps the hot bat. And Carney High has the first two men aboard here in the top of the second. And that'll bring up the left fielder, Will Richter. And if I know Brad Archer, this is going to be a bunt. They're playing in at first. 
Because the runner's at second, not so far in at third. The pitcher, Haynes, going to have to come off the mound, and he squares to bunt, and the bunt's right back up the first base side. It's a good one. The throw down to first is on the money by the catcher, Noah Buss, but a sacrifice bunt there by Will Richter. Exactly what they wanted to do, move the runners into second and third, and that brings up Trey Rodriguez. And as Jeff said yesterday, calling Jeff Babel calling the game here on ESPN for us. But Trey Rodriguez, not your normal number nine guy. I want to thank Jeff and Chris Langan for doing the game for us uh, yesterday as we go back and forth with our coverage. But uh, Trey had been up at the top of the lineup early in the season. Then he got hurt, and then he's at the bottom of the lineup, but uh, not your typical number nine guy here. And so he'll stand in with Stroh at third and Worley at second. And then Lane Shires and the top of the order would be next. 2-1 to one, Lincoln Southwest. We're here in the top of the second inning with one out. And Rodriguez stands in and Josh Hain fires one that's going to be lifted high in the air but towards the third base dugout and the wind is not going to be enough to bring it back into play. It'll be fouled out for strike one. So there you go. Rodriguez jumped all over that first pitch and yanked it well foul. But today, who knows? Any other day, that would have been over in the ditch. Today, it just kind of hung there and fell basically into the bullpen. So the 0-1 pitch to Trey. Hangs on this one and fouls it straight back. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. So Hain quickly jumps out 0-2 on the number nine batter, Trey Rodriguez. Trying to get out of this second inning with minimal or no damage. If he can get a strikeout here, he's got a chance to do that after the first two men reached on singles. And the 0-2, fastball low, ball one. One and two to Rodriguez, Lane Shires, Corbin Foster would be the next two up if Carney can get it going here. Very shallow in left field is Brock Merkel. And out of the full windup, here comes the pitch. One, two is knifed down the right field line, but it is going to be foul. There's not a lot of room here at Hartog between the foul line and the fence, but that one was about 10 feet foul. No doubter, Rodriguez knew it. He only took about three steps towards first, but good at bat so far here for Trey. One ball, two strikes. Nothing's got by him yet. He's fouled off three pitches, keeping our foul ball sponsor home real estate happy. There's no place like home. Now they'd love to see him get a base hit. The one-two pitch. Put some movement on it. He just pokes at it over the drawn-in infield. It will go into left field, and that's an RBI single for Trey Rodriguez. For some reason, Southwest was playing the infield in with two outs, or with uh, the second inning and two men on, and it just floated right over Cameron Frederick's head. I think if he was playing back on the dirt-grass line, he might have caught that, but it ends up being an RBI single for Trey Rodriguez. Driving in Seth Stroh and tying the ball game at two apiece. And Worley moves to third. Back to the top of the order. Lane Shires got called out on a 3-2 pitch looking to start the game. Here's one that gets through the wickets of the catcher but not far enough. And Worley takes a couple of steps. And the keen eye of third base coach and manager Brad Archer says, just stay here. But getting down to second base on the play will be Trey Rodriguez. So we'll mark that as a pass ball. Second and third, one out, 2-2, top of the second. Lane Shires, curve ball, stays inside. And Carney's done a pretty good job of just not bailing. Uh, they have recognized the off-speed throughout the year, the curve ball, breaking ball, whatever you want to call it. And they stand right in there. They're not afraid to, to wear one. 
2-0 to Shires as the wind continues to howl here at Hurtog. Even stronger now, gusting up over 25, the 2-0 pitch. Looking fastball, check swing out of play. And it's two balls and one strike. Corbin Foster on deck. Again, Carney went two up, two down, then got a triple from Miller and a double from Casper. Here, Stroh and Worley start with singles, and then Rodriguez pokes one into left field. The pitch, curveball, beauty that time, and it'll be taken for strike two. So Josh Hine, once again, fell down on the count and has battled back two balls, two strikes to Lane Shires with two on and one out here in a 2-2 game in the top of the second inning. Pretty much playing straight up in the infield. The 2-2 pitch, curveball swung on and missed. Strike three. That one really had a lot of movement on it for Josh Hyde, and that'll be the third strikeout of the ball game for the Lincoln Southwest pitcher. A big one, because now anything uh, in the infield, any kind of a fly ball, and anything that's caught today, it'll be almost impossible for much of a sacrifice fly unless it's deep to right field. And that'll bring up Corbin Foster, who ripped one right at the first baseman, Trey Roberson. And here he'll rip one towards short, but it is going to be caught. Didn't have as much on it as Rodriguez's did as Frederick is able to catch the little looper out to short. So Carney had the makings of a big inning, but were not able to uh, finish things out. So for Carney High, they were able to pick up here in the inning one run, three hits. There were no errors and two men left on. We go to the bottom of the second here at Den Hartog. Carney and Lincoln Southwest 2-2 on ESPN Radio. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio brought to you by Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you and Fanatic Sports Bar and Grill where everybody wins. We go to the bottom of the second and Trey Roberson stands in there and swings and chops one foul to start things off here against Brant Grosskreitz. The first baseman already a nice play in the ball game defensively will be followed by right fielder Chase Rennie and the third baseman Cameron Fox here as the... Uh, 0-1 pitch is right at the knees for strike two. So Brant Grosskreitz jumps out 0-2. Grosskreitz retired the first two men he faced. Then Frederick singled. Peterson doubled. Randall singled. 
And they're able to bring in a couple of runs there in the first. So 2-2. Curveball's called strike three. And uh, thinking that it was ball one and getting readjusted there was Roberson, but three pitches, and we will see the second strikeout of the ball game here for Brad Grosskreitz. That'll bring up the right fielder, Chase Rennie. Rennie wearing the underlay today. He's got the full sweatshirt, hooded sweatshirt on, on this cool, windy day. And a check swing that he went around on, strike one. So Grosskreitz coming out there and working quickly, putting him in the strike zone. And getting some swings here so far from Lincoln Southwest in the bottom of the second of a 2-2 game. There's a big over-the-top curve that's outside, ball one. First ball here in the second inning for Brant Grosskreitz. Carney will be back in action this next week as it's fouled out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Uh, Carney's trying to reschedule the game with uh, Omaha Burke, and that is not official yet, uh, but maybe Tuesday, maybe in Crete, maybe where they would just meet halfway. They were supposed to go to Burke earlier this year, and the pitch is going to be ripped into left field, and this could find the gap. Richter gets over, has trouble picking it up, and that is going to allow the runner to take a wide turn, but stop. Had he been running hard around the turn, he would have sent him to second, but nobody was expecting the bobble and left. It doesn't cost him, though, and a Chase Rennie will get a one-out single here in the second. But again, getting back to that Carney burke game, uh, that was supposed to be in Omaha, one of them that was, again, weathered out at the beginning of the month. So they might make it up Tuesday. They will host Twin River on Wednesday here on ESPN Radio to wrap up the regular season. Here's Cameron Fox, the number nine batter. He squares to bunt right back to the pitcher. Grosskreitz is off the mat, and he throws it away. And that is going to allow the runners to advance on to second and 30 at all kinds of time, but the ball just sailed over Jackson Worley's head. So a sacrifice bunt, but reaching on the error is going to be Cameron Fox, and then Rennie moves it to third. Well, we didn't see that much of that yesterday. We didn't see any of that on uh, Tuesday when they took on Bellevue East. We talked about it throughout the middle portion of the season. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. When Carney commits errors, they lose. Uh, their record right now is 13-7. and seven. There are five one-two run games in there where they've had three or four errors in a game that were the total difference, where they were actually hitting the baseball but giving away runs. And now they're going to have to battle out here with runners at second and third and one out with Noah Buss, the top of the order, and the lefty takes one low and in for ball one. So Grosskreitz, who gave up two earned runs in the first, now trying to find a way to... Get Bus out. Bus grounded to the first baseman, Worley. He threw back over to his pitcher, Grosskreitz, to start the Lincoln Southwest batting order in the first. The 1-0 pitch. Swung on and towered in the infield. The wind's going to mess with this. Second baseman back is Lane Shires calling for it. Makes the catch. They don't even attempt to tag up. So Carney gets a key out right here. And that'll be out number two. Wind maybe just didn't move that as much as what we'd seen in the outfield, but Shires was right on it. And that'll bring up Brock Merkel here with two outs. So Rennie is at third. Fox is at second. And Merkel, who was the first strikeout victim for Brant Grosskreitz, will stand in there again. Again, three of the first four batters for Lincoln Southwest do hit from the port side, the left side of the plate. And Merkel will take some time to get in there. A base hit gives Southwest the lead here in the bottom of the second. Carney gets it out. They survive the error. Grosskreis gets set, throws out of the stretch, and it's inside. Ball one. 
Cam Frederick, who had the first hit of the game, is on deck for Lincoln Southwest. 2-2, bottom of the second. On a cool, windy day. About 30 minutes into our contest here on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The 1-0 pitch to Brock Merkel is away. Ball two. Grosskreitz hasn't really struggled with his command, has not fallen behind in the count a lot. That's one of the reasons some of these uh, top-of-the-order guys for Southwest have been able to put the ball in play. They're good hitters, and you throw them strikes, they're going to put the ball in play. 2-0 now from Grosskreitz is going to be check-swung foul out of play, brought some heat, got him on the handle. Two balls, one strike. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Also want to thank Duncan Ties Construction Building with Confidence and uh, Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses. Locally grown, locally owned. Runners at second and third here with two outs in the bottom of the second. Carney with five hits, Southwest with four the pitch. Big hook that stays up, had a lot of movement, but stays upstairs, and it's now three balls and one strike. So Grosskreitz. Not afraid to throw some off speed here, even down to the count. Frederick is on deck. Trying to keep the inning going here is the left fielder, Brock Merkel. Grosskreitz out of the stretch. Fastball chopped towards first, but it is going to be foul. And that'll give us a full count. Three balls and two strikes to Merkel. Grosskreitz with the runner on second. If it had just been third, maybe we see the full windup. Josh Hine did that a couple of times in the ball game. But a huge lead over there at second base for Cameron Fox. Carney is not holding him on. 3-2, two, two outs. And the payoff pitch here to Brock Merkel from Brant Grosskreitz. Fastball down the middle, skied into center field. Trey Rodriguez coming over, coming over. He's under it. He's got it. And Carney works around the error without giving up a run as Merkel will fly out to center field. So there were no runs on one hint. There was one Carney error and two men left on base. We're through two here at Den Hartong Field to this Heartland Athletic Conference varsity baseball game. Carney and Lincoln Southwest tied at two on ESPN. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney. High baseball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly 
supporting Kearney High School Baseball. Ready to go here in the top of the third. Braden Miller, who tripled in the first inning, swinging at the first pitch. Going to swing at the first pitch here. Grounds it to short. Frederick, an easy pickup and throw across for out number one. So, first man up, first man down. Mason Casper, Corbin Rich, and possibly Seth Strode about here in the top of the third. 2-2, Carney and Lincoln Southwest. And Casper takes one down the middle, strike one. A little off speed to start Casper off here from Josh Hain. Casper had an RBI double in the first inning, driving in Miller after that two-out triple. Again, the wind just howling here. Anything towards center and right is going to move it drastically. Here's one in the dirt out and away to Casper. Ball one, one and one. Carney working around a error there in the last half of the inning. Good job by Grosskreitz to pitch around it. Get a couple of fly balls to get out of it. One on the infield, and then the one that Rodriguez was able to track down in a windy left center field. The 1-1 pitch, Casper, strike two. So one and two, another breaking ball that is in that inner half. As we keep saying, Mason really stands on top of the plate. And so anything over that inner third is hard to get around on. Here's one that sails outside. So staying away from the fastball right now against Casper. Two balls and two strikes. Again, Casper's double was down the right field line in the first inning. Two balls, two strikes. As the defenders jump around to try and stay warm. The pitch is in the dirt, low and away. More off speed here. So a full count. Will Hine break away and throw a fastball since it's 3-2? Or will he try to get Casper to get after something else? With Corbin Rich on deck, working quickly. The 3-2 pitch to Casper is down the middle. Foul down the right field line. The wind's going to take this one out of play. So similar to the double, except this one was a lot higher. And the wind just pushed it out of play. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Carney Baseball brought to you in part by Great Western Bank. Making life great. Glad you're along with us. A Saturday matinee here from Den Hartog Field. And the 3-2 pitch again to Casper. Swung on and missed. Strike three. So Hine uh, really doing a good job with the off-speed there to Mason Casper. And he is able to pick up his fourth strikeout of the baseball game. One of those strikeouts earlier today was the designated hitter Corbin Rich. He went down on a 3-2 pitch after fouling a couple away. And with nobody on and two out here in the top of the third, Rich will stand in there. So looking for our first three up, three down, half inning on either side, called strike one. And High now has rent to a lot of off-speed stuff. Even the pitch that uh, Miller put into play was off-speed. He's only thrown one fastball, it would appear, here in the inning. And now throws one a little low. Catcher Noah Buss thought maybe it was a strike, but he'll fire it back out to his starting pitcher, Josh Hyde. One ball, one strike to Corbin Rich, trying to get something going here in the third. The pitch swung on and hit high in the air to left field, but not deep at all. Merkel just has to play the win. Two hands, uses it, and we have our first three up, three down, half inning of the baseball game. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on for Carney High. We go to the bottom of the third. Carney and Lincoln Southwest tied at two on ESPN Radio. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. 
Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Well, our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Duda, back with you here at Den Talk Field. And thank you to uh, Mark Armstrong, the athletic director at Lincoln Southwest, and all the fine sponsors that allow us to bring you Carney Baseball as shortstop Cameron Frederick will lead it off for Southwest here in the bottom of the third. And first pitch ripped that third, and it just may have ticked the glove of Casper. Stays in the infield, an infield single here for Cameron Frederick to start things off in the top of the third. So Frederick, two for two. He singled with two outs and eventually scored in the first. Max Peterson and Trayton Randall will be the next two batters here for Lincoln Southwest in a 2-2 ball game in the bottom of the third inning. Again, Peterson doubled to drive in a run with two outs in the first as he ripped it over the right fielder, Corbin Foster's head with the wind howling out that way. Throw over to first. Again, it's low, but Worley digs. They did have Frederick getting a pretty big lead. When he singled there with one out or with two outs in the first, he took off on the first pitch, but it was fouled away. Back over to first. And the sweep tag close, but in safely. Will be Frederick. Southwest trying to get back in the wind column, dropping a pair of games earlier this week, including to Grand Island. Big lead, faking the steal. Pitch just missed outside. So it's going to be 1-0 to Max Peterson. Frederick Peterson Randall, the first three batters of this inning, had all of the two-out hits there in the first inning. Both teams with five hits on two runs. Throw back over to first. Safe. So Grosskreitz has chucked it over there three times, just trying to keep Frederick close. Of course, Braden Miller's got a gun down there, at catcher for Carney. And the pitch breaks inside low, ball two. So the first little bit of real trouble, even in the first inning when he gave up the hits, it wasn't like he was in a lot of trouble. But here, a leadoff single, now down 2-0 to the cleanup hitter in Peterson, who doubled his first time up. And you've got a stolen base potential down there, but do you go 2-0? Probably not. Throw over to first, and that is close. But he is safe. Might have had him leaning. Of course, a couple of different philosophies. It's 2-0. Why take a chance if you might walk this guy? But you know that Grosskreitz has to throw a strike here, so it might be almost a modified hit and run. He'll stay, square to bunt, and foul it out of play. Didn't see that coming. Cleanup hitter, 2-0. That wasn't a strike either. But Grosskreitz fired it inside, and Peterson couldn't get out of the way, so he bunted it foul. Two balls, one strike. 2-2 here in the bottom of the third on ESPN Radio. 
First baseman Jackson Worley holding him on. Casper comes in a step inside the bag over at third just in case Peterson bunts again or attempts one. Waving the bat, the left-hander waits the 2-1 pitch from Grosskreitz, and it is just inside. Ball three. Carney fans not agreeing with that one. So three and one. Grosskreitz has not walked anyone in the ball game. In fact, Hine hasn't either. Throw over to first, tagged on the helmet. He's safe. Three balls, one strike, and He's got about the exact right lead over there, Cameron Frederick. He's just getting back in each time, trying to extend the lead. The 3-1 pitch to Peterson on the way. That's right down the heart. Strike two. Looked like he was taken all the way. Three balls and two strikes. Trayton Randall, the designated hitter for Lincoln Southwest, awaits on deck. Randall, probably the biggest guy in either uniform here today. And the 3-2 pitch, first a throw over to first base. That time back in time. Nobody out here in the bottom of the third. High school baseball brought to you by Moonlight Custom Screen Print and Embroidery. Everything's better by Moonlight. 3-2 pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Might have been even foul tipped into the glove the way that Peterson looked back. But there's going to be a nice strikeout for Brant Grosskreitz, who was down 2-0 and 3-1 in the count. So one-on, one-out, and here's Trayton Randall, who had an RBI single in the first inning of play to plate the second run. Now you'd almost expect Frederick to take off over there. Grosskreitz out of the stretch, looks over, looks over again, brings it home, and it's going to be low and away for ball one. One and oh, so really the first cat-and-mouse game that we've had today between Frederick, the base runner for the Silverhawks, and Bearcat pitcher, Brant Grosskreitz. Throw over to first, safe. That's about six or seven throws over there now. Randall, big man, a senior. He'll also throw for him every once in a while. The pitch swung on and missed. There goes the runner, and the throw is going to sail over the head of the second baseman, Miller, but the shortstop, Stroh, is there to catch it. And now what are they going to say? that he slid off the bag? What happened? Was he not paying attention and getting tagged over there? They've called him out, and the Lincoln Southwest coach wants an explanation. I didn't see what happened over there. I'm not sure what the play is. Are they going to call Randall for interference at the plate? And then they send the runner back to first. And so i got to read my rule book. I don't think you usually call the batter out for batter interference. You just send the guy back to first, but that's what they've done. They've called Randall out for interference and sent Frederick back to first, and that will bring up the center fielder, Nate Matthews. And Matthews will take one inside for ball one. So after a little bit of weirdness, we have got two outs and a runner on first here. Carney in a 2-2 ball game. Grosskreitz trying to work out of a little bit of trouble. Matthews flew out to left to end the first inning. 
And Grosskreitz comes set, delivers. There goes the runner. This is going to be a ball that's in the dirt. This one gets into center field, and that will allow the runner, Frederick, to get over to third. The throw is in time. Not in time. He is going to be safe. So they got him where they wanted anyway. That's a stolen base to second, and then a throwing error on the catcher. Braden Miller will allow him to get down to third. The pitch was a ball high, ball two, two and oh. So now Grosskreis just has to forget about this guy over here. He's giving him all kinds of problems and just get the out and not worry about it. They worked around an error last inning with runners at second and third. Now they're going to have to work around another error with a runner at third and two outs here in the bottom of the third, and Grosskreitz delivers. Fastball out of third for a cold strike. Two balls, one strike to Nate Matthews. Trey Roberson would be next for Lincoln Southwest. They've had opportunities in the second and now here in the third to take the lead back. They took the lead in the first with two outs. Here's one that's chopped towards short. Stroh charges, takes it off balance, throws it in the dirt. They called him safe. That'll be an infield single. Nothing went wrong there. Now Stroh didn't get his plant foot as strong as he wanted as he had to charge that ball, but it one-hopped right into Worley's glove and an infield single for Nate Matthews. And Lincoln Southwest has taken the lead by a score of 3-2. to two. That'll be an unearned run because... Frederick should not have been down at third had that ball not got into center on the stolen base attempt. Here's Roberson, who struck out his first at bat, and he'll take called strike one here. 3-2, Lincoln Southwest now takes the lead in the bottom of the third inning. They've had some base runners today against Grosskreitz. Carney went three up, three down on the top of the third. That's the first time that had happened to either team. So here Frederick singled, Peterson struck out, Randall called out on interference, and then Matthews drove him home after he stole second and advanced to third on the air. Fastball here, waved down and missed. Strike two. So Roberson, who went down looking the first time, is trying to avoid doing that again. And this one is going to be pot foul and out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. High school baseball on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Again, we'll be at Memorial Field in Kearney for the regular season finale Wednesday. And then districts will begin Saturday for Kearney. Site to be determined. Throwback to first. Not much of a lead that time for Matthews, so he'll dive in safely. Roberson down in the count, 0-2. Grosskreitz one pitch away from... Getting out of things here in the bottom of the third. Setting up way outside is Miller. That's exactly where he puts it, but it is a ball. One ball, two strikes. Something Miller probably learned from his Little League days. One of my favorites to watch. The one-two pitch. Curve ball off the knee pad and getting down to second pace on the wild pitch is going to be Nate Matthews. So it's two balls, two strikes. Again, right now, though, it just doesn't matter if you can get the batter out. So after being down 0-2, Roberson fouled off a pitch, and now it's 2-2. Grosskreitz trying to avoid any farther damage here in the bottom of the third. And the 2-2 pitch from Brandt swung on and foul tipped at the plate. It'll stay two balls and two strikes with Chase Rennie on deck. Bottom half of the order did a little bit of damage for Southwest last inning. Rennie singled, Fox sacrificed bunt and a throwing error. K 
kept him safe, and that's what Carney had to work around. And they got the job done. And the 2-2 pitch now from Grosskreitz. Outside, ball three. Brant really having to work here the last couple of innings to avoid a couple of uh, errors and work around and not give up any more runs. Ahead of the count, 0-2. Now it is full to the first baseman, Roberson. Grosskreitz looks inside. A long time, and taking time, Roberson will step out. Carney's pitchers work so quickly that when there's base runners, it seems to change what's going on out there. 3-2 pitch. Off-speed swung on a miss. Strike three, and Roberson will go down for the third out of the inning, but Lincoln Southwest regains the lead. One run on two hits. There was a Carney. Well, what happened here? They're going to say it was foul tipped. But even if he did foul tip it, it was held by the catcher, Braden Miller. Now the umpires are going to be talking about what's going on out there. Maybe it was foul tipped and dropped. I guess so. Now Brad Archer's going to come out of the dugout and go, well, what are you talking about? We're heading over to the dugout. What are you talking about? I didn't think Miller dropped it quickly. I think he went to get the ball out of his glove and throw it back out to the mound and say, you know, sometimes when you're throwing the double play, the transition at second base, you'll get the out, but then the ball will slide out of his hands. Kind of seemed like what Miller was doing, but Roberson's going to get another opportunity here. So three balls, two strikes. Everybody gets reset. You have got Matthew standing at second base. Grosskreitz needs to throw another strike. And the 3-2 pitch. Hit into left field. Coming in, coming in, Richter. Stroh going out, and that's just going to die for a Texas League single. And that will put the hair on the back of Brad Archer's neck standing up. They thought they were out of the inning, and instead you get a bloop single that's 4-2. to two. So we got to scratch all that out and give an RBI single here to Trey Roberson, driving in Nate Matthews that just fell into no man's land behind third base. In front of the left field, Richter couldn't get it. Stroh gave a chase but couldn't get there. And so Chase Rennie now, who's singled in the second with one out, will stand in there. And the pitch from Grosskreitz, fastball away. Now Brandt has, he's got to take a breath here. He should have been out of the inning. He knows it. Now he can't get frustrated and overthrow. It's a 1-0 count to Rennie. Cam Fox is on deck. And the pitch swung on a miss, strike one. Roberson does not look like he's much of a steal threat over there. He's got a very minimal lead from first base. Carney now has been standing out there in the field for quite a while without a lot of action for him. Throw back over to first. Don't have to worry about it. And I just think way back at the start of the inning, Cam Frederick, who was a base steely uh, leader, has really kind of got him thinking too much out there. Curveball popped back over our head. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. The count now. One and two. So Chase Rennie. No balls, two strikes. If you're going to park close, park under a tree, right? The 0-2 pitch. Swung on and hit into center field, but Trey Rodriguez only has to take a couple of steps in, and that will be it. So Rennie hit it hard, but he lined out to center, and now we can say two runs on three hits, it looks like. 
There was one error and one man left on base. We're through three complete here in Lincoln. Lincoln Southwest 4, Carney 2. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball on ESPN. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And Midwest Elite Contracting brings that dream to you. Whether your old home is not big enough, needing updates, or new construction, Midwest Elite Contracting can complete it. On time, on budget. They can help you with everything, including the design, new construction, remodel, siding, roofing, and more. The only name you need is Midwest Elite Contracting. Stop in and see the showroom at their new location, 3803 2nd Avenue, and online at MWEliteContracting.com. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Seth Stroh is going to take the first pitch here in the top of the fourth inning. A high for ball number one. Seth Stroh, Jackson Worley, Will Richter. Carney trailing 4-2, to two, top of the fourth. Inside, ball two. 2-0 two and oh to Seth Stroh. Josh Hine has gone the distance. His pitch is going to be popped back over our head. Strike one, two balls, and one strike. Four runs here so far in the ballgame for Lincoln Southwest on seven hits. Carney High has two runs on five hits, and you can hear that wind continue to howl in the background here at Den Hartog Field, over 20 the whole game. Pitch to Stroh, outside, ball three. Stroh with a sharp single back up the middle to start the second inning, came around to score on Trey Rodriguez's single. And the pitch to Stroh, swung on and ripped into right field, base hit. Stroh two for two here this afternoon at Den Hartog. So maybe Seth is starting to find it. We talked about it in the pregame and against Bellevue East. He had really struggled. His average was around 125. On-base percentage was less than 200. He started to put the bat on the ball the last couple of weeks. Now he's starting to find the hole. And so for the second time here, Stroh, a leadoff single, and that'll bring up Jackson Worley, who singled behind him in the second inning. Stroh gets a short lead over there on high. And the first pitch is going to be hit into center field. Coming in to make the play is going to be Nate Matthews. And so one pitch there and one out for Jackson Worley, who flies out to center. That'll bring up the left fielder, Will Richter. He laid down the sacrifice bunt after those two singles. And had Worley got a base hit there, you'd have seen him do it again. Will has played a little left field. He's been a courtesy runner when he doesn't start. Now I'm Going to see if uh, they want him to bunt again or actually take a swing here. Let's find out. He'll take the pitch for strike one over the outside corner. Hines hit that outside black four or five times in the baseball game. He's got a lot of movement. Sometimes he can paint the outside 
with that fastball. Trey Rodriguez on deck. One on, one out here at the top of the fourth. Carney trails 4-2. to two. Pitch to Richter is down low. Ball one. We mentioned it last inning when Carney went three up, three down. Hine had kind of went to a lot more off-speed than fastball. Throw with a first throw is back in time. Again, when we're done with baseball, back to the NFL draft. Here on ESPN, rounds four through seven. And the pitch, Richter takes it inside. A double clutch there by Noah Buss, the Southwest catcher. He thought that they had one, but not the case. Two balls, one strike. Oscar's hoping to get a little draft happy later today from the likes of Stanley Morgan Jr., Divino Zigbo. A long shot maybe for Luke Gifford. And the pitch. This one's called strike two, so Richter's been patient in there. Working the count on Josh Hine. Two balls, two strikes. Stroh again, not a huge lead from first. Trey Rodriguez will be next here for Carney High. But Richter would love to get aboard. And Rodriguez could move him around again. Now the 2-2 pitch to Richter inside. Almost hit him. It's ball three. Again, he stood in there. And the count is full. Well, Coach Archer put a little something on here. The signal's being flashed. We might have Stroh take off here. Let's find out what he does. And Richter awaiting the full count pitch. The payoff pitch. There goes the runner. It is going to be low ball four. So we had Stroh going. And we've got runners at first and second now with one out here in the top of the fourth. Again, Carney had base runners in the first and second. Scored both times. Went three up, three down in the third. That is the first walk of the ball game by either pitcher. And that will warrant a trip to the mound by catcher Noah Buss. Hines working just well. Now he's got to make sure that he gets out of here without any damage. He's got a chance to do that. But Trey Rodriguez had an RBI single in the second inning on a 1-2 pitch. So he is up, and then Lane Shires would be next if they can keep an inning going. Carney trying to get it going on a windy afternoon here on ESPN. And then after that trip to the mound, here comes the head coach. They do have folks warming up in the bullpen, but I'd be a little surprised if you went and got high in here. He's worked quick. He's worked efficiently. Yes, Carney High has a few hits in the ball game, but since the first inning, they really haven't smoked anything. <laughs> And this might be as much to uh, give the bullpen a little bit more time to uh, warm up. We will tell you that high school baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by SeaTech Flooring, your restoration experts, along with our friends over at Insurance Connection, connecting your family with the coverage. That's right. We are here at the top of the fourth inning at Hartug Field, which is right here on the Lincoln East Campus. It is Kearney trailing Lincoln Southwest by a score of 4 to two. A long trek to the mound here. Finally broken up by the home plate umpire. Carney will have Seth Stroh at second. And at first base is Will Richter drawing the one-out walk. That brings up the center fielder, Trey Rodriguez. And don't forget there is a JV game here after that. Most of the games this year are doubleheaders that way. Now after the long break, looks like we're Ready to go. So 4-2. to two, Carney trailing in the first pitch to Rodriguez. He'll wait on it and foul it off. Brought to you by 
Our friends at Home Real Estate, there's no place like home, 0-1-1. As we said in his first at bat, Rodriguez was up on uh, every pitch. He fouled off numerous pitches before getting the RBI single. And he'd love to do it again and played another run here for Carney. This one out and away, ball one. Bus had to really extend that left arm to go grab it. One ball, one strike. Grosskreitz pitching today for Carney. Hine pitching today for Lincoln Southwest. Second meeting of the year. Carney beat Southwest in the conference tournament 11-3 to on a day that was as cold as this, but it just wasn't the wind. The temperature was cooler. 1-1 pitch. Rodriguez takes low. Ball two, two and one. Hine with a little extra look inside. He really wanted it. Two balls, one strike. Hine looks in again for the signal. Things have slowed down here over the last inning, inning and a half. Rodriguez, 2-1 pitch. Up and away, ball three to the number nine batter in the order, Trey Rodriguez. And now maybe if Trey reaches via the walk, we might see Coach Vernon walk out there and make a change. Three balls, one strike. Two men on, one out the pitch to Rodriguez. He takes a poke at it and pops it foul out of play. Over the Carney dugout, brought to you by Home Real Estate. So full count. Will Richter had a full count, and he sent Seth Stroh. Would Coach Archer put his runners in motion again here? You would hate to get the strike him out, throw him out at third. But if they get a jump and Trey can bleed one into the outfield, you'd for sure get a run. Let's find out what they do. Big lead over here from first base by Will Richter as they're not looking at him at all. 3-2 pitch to Rodriguez. is high. Ball four. The bases are loaded here with one out in the top of the fourth inning, and that is going to be it for Josh Hines. So he walks back-to-back batters after not walking anyone in the first three and a third innings. And just like that, Carney High will see a pitching change. Your score, Lincoln Southwest 4. Carney 2. The Bearcats have the bases loaded with one out in the top of the fourth. And we'll be back to tell you more about the new pitcher, Dylan Cox, right after this. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. 
All right, Dylan Cox will come in to uh, pitch now for Lincoln Southwest. As Josh Hine went three and a third, gave up six hits, walked two, struck out four, but the bases are loaded, so these are all his responsibility. Cox actually did pitch against Carney in that Heartland Athletic Conference tournament game as well, but struggled. So standing in the top of the outer, Lane Shires. Can Carney get something going here? Fastball down the third baseline. It's Scoop stepping on third for one. Over to first base. Double play. Oh, my goodness. What a play by Cameron Fox. Carney High just got a whole bunch of good vibes. Shires ripped it to third. And nobody gets in here as Cox throws one pitch to get out of the jam. And so here in the top of the fourth inning, there were no runs, one hit, there were no errors, and there were two men left on base. So we go to the uh, bottom of the fourth. It's 4-2, to two, Lincoln Southwest leading Carney here on ESPN Radio. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is make your appointment at optical gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection including names like tom ford mark jacobs oakley and maui jim you will be seeing yourself in style open monday through friday with evening appointments available personal professional quality eye care optical gallery we'll help you see the difference make an appointment today with dr mandy johnson optical gallery on 39th street in Kearney. Well, a tough way for the top of the fourth to end there for Carney High. A bases loaded double play, and they trail four to two. And stepping in for Lincoln Southwest as we go to the bottom of the fourth will be Cameron Fox, who just made that nice play down at third, stepping on third and throwing first to uh, turn the five-three double play, and he'll jump out of the count here two-zero in the bottom of the fourth. Noah Bus top of the order, and Brock Merkel. We'll be behind him, the first three batters here, as Grosskreitz wheels and deals a strike, two balls and one strike. So Carney really needs Grosskreitz to come out and have a solid bottom of the fourth inning here. Let's see if they can get to the bullpen of Southwest. Here's one that's skied into the air. Looking forward is everybody, and coming in third baseman Mason Casper, and it's a foul ball. The wind got to him. Everybody kind of looked at each other, the catcher Miller, the pitcher Grosskreitz, Miller was going to go get it. Casper was running in on the dead sprint, thought he could get there, and then just overran it. And with the 25-mile-an-hour wind, I don't blame him. And that's going to be a foul ball. So it'll make it two balls and two strikes. Fox laid down a sacrifice bunt, but Grosskreitz threw it over the first baseman's head. 
and that allowed him to get over to second. Now, give Grosskreitz credit. He worked around that in the second, didn't give up a run. Here's another one that's popped up almost in the exact same place. Here comes Casper again, but Miller's got a call for it and falls behind him. They just can't locate it with that wind. That one was about 20 feet behind home plate into the grass area. (laughs) Again, it was the same type of play, only it was Casper not going to be able to get to that one, so then Miller tried to relocate it, and by that time it had blown back over his head. So a couple of high foul pop-ups here by Cameron Fox. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. High school baseball on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Let's do the 2-2 pitch once again from Grosskreitz. Tries a big curveball, and it is going to be called ball three. A lot of movement. Just didn't find the strike zone, according to our home plate umpire. Carney playing straight up in the outfield here right now to the number nine hitter for Southwest. Fastball low, ball four, leadoff walk. So Carney, on a normal day, would have got the leadoff out with those pop-ups, but instead the wind blew him around, and we go to Noah Buss. Buss hit it hard the first time, but it was snagged by Worley. Second time, he looped it out to the second baseman, Seth Stroh. The left-handed batter. So the first walk here for Brant Grosskreitz and maybe the number of pitches and a little bit of the wind getting to both of these guys. Hine comes out. He didn't walk anybody. Then two in a row, they pull him. That's the first walk here for Grosskreitz. The pitch. Low ball one. One and oh. Merkel next. Then Cam Frederick. Looking earlier for Hine, he was able to get all of his strikeouts in the upper half of the Carney lineup, none in the bottom half of the lineup. That's where the two walks came. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Swung on and crowded in the hole into right field. Really skipping out of the way that time was the base runner, Cameron Fox. He'll turn. They'll throw it in behind him to Stroh, but he's back in safely. And the first two men are aboard here with a single for Noah Buss, who came in with a 347 batting average and gets his first hit. And now because he is the catcher, they can courtesy run for him? Or will they just be taking off some gear? Let's see what the case is. Looks like Buss is just going to take off his gloves and then give those to the uh, courtesy runner, Jet Jaco. Jaco will come in and run. He is a senior. There are a ton of seniors on this Southwest baseball team. And that will bring up the left-handed hitter, Brock Merkel. He struck out of the first. He flew out to center to end the second inning. Fox at second. Buss at first. So two on and nobody out here. Lincoln Southwest up 4-2 to two in the bottom of the fourth. They've been kind of the number one team in the conference. Square to bunt. Push it down the third baseline. Foul for Merkel. Strike one. So Southwest trying to get themselves... Into a comfortable lead here. 4-2. to two. Casper comes in a little bit at third base. Worley will come in a little bit at first. Grosskreitz trying to find a way to get the batter out here. Maybe even to get a weak bunt that they can throw him out at third. And the 0-1 pitch now for Merkel. He waits. Grosskreitz brings it in. Squares to bunt. It's inside, but he fouled it off. He couldn't get out of the way, and it's 0-2. So two pitches there by Grosskreitz. That gets him ahead of the count, 0-2. Left fielder, Will Richter, playing back a little bit. 
Kearney High scored one in the first, one in the second. Southwest scored two in the first and two in the third. And all four of those runs for Southwest have come with two outs. Here they have nobody out and runners at first and second. 0-2 pitch, squared to bunt again, and lays it in front of the plate, but they're going to be able to get the out at third. Will they call it foul? Nope, they're going to call it foul. So Braden Miller reached out, grabbed it, and fired down to third. Carney would rather have had that, but they're just going to call it. If it's a foul ball and a bunt attempt, he's out. Oh, they changed it. They changed it back on the previous pitch, apparently. Where we said he didn't get out of the way, they say he did. So I guess it was a 1 1 count, they're saying. And so that is a true foul 1 2. So Merkel is still up there. And now waving at it. Probably will swing away since that wasn't a bunt attempt on a. 0-2, it was a bunt attempt on a 1-1. Grosskreitz brings it in. Curveball, lined right at second. Back over to second base, but not in time. Staying close to the bag was Cameron Fox, but Lane Shires will handle the line out there by Brock Merkel. And the first out here in the bottom of the fourth for Lincoln Southwest. And that will bring in Cameron Frederick. He is two for two. Two singles has scored twice here for Lincoln Southwest. And then Max Peterson, who doubled in a run earlier, is on deck. So the dangerous part of the lineup here for Lincoln Southwest, as the three and four hitters should be. As Fox gets away from second and busts at first. Two on and one out now here for Grosskreitz. Fastball called strike one. If you can live on that outside edge, you're going to get the call here from our home plate umpire. Again, later today, more coverage of the NFL draft here on ESPN, then more NBA playoffs tomorrow and throughout the rest of the postseason. The 0-1 pitch now to Frederick. Grosskreitz brings it home, squares to butt. The ball ends up in the dirt, and the runners are going to be able to advance. So it's ball one, and the wild pitch will allow the runners to move up 90 feet. Don't forget, UNK softball playing down at Fort Hayes State this afternoon. Key games, Hastings College home against Briarcliff. Hastings baseball later this afternoon against Briarcliff. Hastings high baseball right now uh, playing Auburn on 1230 KHAS at Duncan Field. So now Grosskreitz a little more pressure, and the pitch is going to be just high, ball two. So runners at second and third, a base hit away from taking a four-run lead for Lincoln Southwest. Lincoln Southwest coming in today with a record of 13-7, and seven, dropping the back-to-back games to Creighton Prep and Grand Island this week on Wednesday and Thursday. That coming off winning the Lincoln East invite last Saturday and Friday and Saturday, beating Burke, Norris, and Central. 2-1 pitch now from Grosskreitz. Fastball, maybe took a little something off that, excuse me. It swung on foul tip for strike two. So two balls and two strikes, trying to get Frederick out for the first time here this afternoon. And Grosskreitz has really slowed his tempo down here. With Fox at third, Bus at second. Really could use the strikeout here. The 2-2 pitch. Low and away. Grosskreitz so far in this baseball game. A strikeout in the first. 
a strikeout in the second. Thought we had two in the third. He had one there. Now we see Brain Miller make a trip out to the mound. First base is open to a guy that's had two base hits, but you hate to load him up for the cleanup hitter, but you don't want to serve it right down Broadway either because you know that Frederick can handle it. He's already got two base hits, so what will they call here? As Miller looks over to the dugout for the pitch call after he comes back from the mound. Relays it out to Grosskreitz. And the payoff pitch here to Cameron Frederick on the way, and it's going to be popped into right field. Back, back, Foster. Back, 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 and it's going to bounce over his head. That's going to be at least... One run, it's going to be two. They're going to try and get a triple out of this. Shire's throw to third is just off the mark, and it's a two-RBI triple for Cameron Frederick, and that's what happens when you have to throw strikes. Lincoln Southwest knows how to get the job done, and the 6-2 to two now in favor of Lincoln Southwest off the two-RBI triple, driving in Buss and Cameron Fox. Grosskreitz probably with his roughest outing of the season now. Coming into the ball game today, his ERA was just 2.71. And they're going to keep him in there. I don't really see anybody doing anything in the Carney bullpen, but that doesn't mean you don't go get somebody that's already in the contest and warm him up. And this inning not over, so the cleanup hitter, Max Peterson, an RBI double in the first, went down on strikes in the third. He squares to butt. It's popped into the air. The pitcher, Grosskreitz, slips. The ball falls, and it's everybody safe. It was not a suicide squeeze because you saw the base runner, Frederick, start to take off, and then he stopped when he saw it popped up. Then Grosskreitz slipped coming off the mound, and it's going to be an unconventional base hit here for Peterson. Runners at first and third, and the designated hitter, Trayton Randall. He singled in a run in the first and then was called out for batter's interference last inning. Six runs, nine hits now for Southwest. And they could really blow it open if Randall can catch one here. As we said, this senior is a big boy. Grosskreitz still out on the mound here for Coach Brad Archer. Comes set. Fires it down the middle. They just let the runner go down to second in difference. So second and third. A wild pitch got runners into scoring position. They were able to get Merkel to line out, but falling behind in the count, Frederick then tripled to the right field wall. 1-0 now to Randall. And Grosskreitz with the pitch. Hard hit it. Short stroke can't get it. The umpire was a little bit in the way. I don't know that stroke saw it cleanly. And that'll allow both runners to get in as Randall just pounded it. And that's probably going to be it for Grosskreitz. Coach Brad Archer trying to set his pitching rotation up to get him ready for districts. And Grosskreitz just has kind of run out of steam. And here comes Coach Archer making the trip to the mound as Randall. The middle of this lineup, 3-4-5, and five, have been red hot today for the Lincoln Southwest Silverhawks. Four runs have already been pushed across now here in the bottom of the fourth, and your score is Lincoln Southwest 8, Carney 2, and we'll be back with more from Den Hartog Field right after this. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single-source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. 
Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! It's the dream of every American, your own home. And Midwest Elite Contracting brings that dream to you. Whether your old home is not big enough, needing updates, or new construction, Midwest Elite Contracting can complete it. On time, on budget. They can help you with everything, including the design, new construction, remodel, siding, roofing, and more. The only name you need is Midwest Elite Contracting. Stop in and see the showroom at their new location, 3803 2nd Avenue, and online at mweletecontracting.com. Well, the new pitcher now for Kearney High will be Seth Stroh. Uh, Brant Grosskreitz went three and a third innings, walked one, struck out three, but he's given up ten hits, eight runs, and he is responsible for the runner on base, Trayton Randall. So far, four runs on four hits here in the fourth inning, and Lincoln Southwest has opened things up by a score of eight to two over uh, Kearney. And Nate Matthews, the number seven man, to come to the plate in the inning. So all that happened was a Stroh and Grosskreitz switched spots. So Grosskreitz now playing shortstop here after going three and a third innings. Stroh hasn't pitched all that much this year. Had the outstanding performance against Hastings earlier this month where he picked up the win. And he is in there now pitching in the fourth. So, Nate Matthews up to hit for Lincoln Southwest. Matthews flew out to left and singled and scored in the third. Stroh's pitch. Swung on. It's going to be a bunt right in front of the plate. Miller comes out, throws it in the dirt. It gets away. Another Carney error. And this snowball is really getting big, rolling down the hill here in the fourth inning for Carney. So, Nate Matthews on the sacrifice reaches on the air of the catcher. And that will move Randall down to second base, and Trey Roberson will come up. Roberson struck out in the second, appeared to have struck out in the third, but the umpire said that the foul tip was dropped, and then he had an RBI single right over the third baseman's head. So the pitch to Roberson is inside for ball one. On a windy day here across the state of Nebraska, don't forget Husker baseball, 205 today, trying to bounce back. They lost to Illinois 8-1. to They're... Try to get a win today. Need a win today. Need some offense. High and in on Roberson. Ball two. 
So the fundamentals that Coach Archer always talks about, no errors, throw strikes. After the hits now have started to all come the wrong way, and it's high ball three. I don't know. It's got to be tough getting warmed up so quickly on a day like this when you don't have that bullpen session before the game. And both pitchers were cruising right along. And then after a couple of walks, both going out in three and a third innings here today, ball four. Four pitches, and Roberson draws the walk. So an error and now a walk have loaded the bases up, and that'll bring up Chase Rennie, the right fielder. He singled in the second, and he hit it sharply to center fielder Trey Rodriguez to end last inning as Southwest is now batted around here in the bottom of the fourth. Four runs across, the bases loaded, still only one out. What they wouldn't give for a chopper back to the mound right here. Eight to two in favor of Lincoln Southwest. Is Stroh out of the stretch? Brings it home. There's strike one. Really, that was just an easy pitch and catch. It looked like it was going to be taken all the way. Didn't try to overthrow. Not going out of the windup. And just throws it right down the middle for strike one. Rennie stands in there as Stroh brings home the 0-1 pitch. That one's fouled back 0-2. Kind of the same thing. It's just that Rennie offered it that one. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Doug Duda with you. Our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, on this Saturday afternoon. In Lincoln, Carney High scored first, tied it at two in the top of the second. It's been all southwest since then, 8-2. The 0-2 pitch to Rennie. Big curve. Oh, and it hit him. Made no attempt to get out of the way. It actually hit his jersey. I'm not even sure it hit his body. And the hit by pitch will force in a run. And that goes down as an RBI. And that makes it 9-2. So we bat around here, and back up is Cameron Fox. He singled here to start the fourth. He made a great defensive play. Carney had the bases loaded, remember, with one out in the top, and they hit a ground ball to him. He stepped on third and threw to first. Here's one that pops out of the catcher's glove. There's going to be a play at the plate. Miller to Stroh. He's safe. Pass ball. Another run. So hustling in there was Nate Matthews, and he scores. Remember, he's the one that reached on the error on the sacrifice bunt. And he'll score on the pass ball. The other runners also moved up. Roberson to third and ready to second. Fox now heading the count 1-0. Six runs across to the inning. Stroh's pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike one. One and one. One ball, one strike. Carney has not been on the wrong end of many blowouts this year. They're on the wrong end of one right here. Six runs in the inning for Southwest, and they may not be done. As the 1-1 pitch is low, ball two. Two balls, one strike, one out. Runners at second and third here in the bottom of the fourth, 10-2, Lincoln Southwest. Stroh's pitch. A little high, ball three. Three and one. Noah Buss would be next. He singled and scored earlier in the inning. The three-one high ball four. So the bases are loaded again. So Fox walked twice now in the inning. And that'll bring up Noah Buss. Buss is one for three, singled earlier in the inning. 
Kearney beat Southwest 11-3 earlier this year. We're on pace for the reversal right here. It's 10-2. And the first pitch to Buss from Stroh. Kind of a half swing and miss by Buss for strike number one. You look at a Kearney high loss this year, the biggest run deficit, five against Papillion La Vista, 15-10, 10-6 to Millard West, four. They're down eight. And a high pitch, ball two. Excuse me, ball one, one and one to bus. Brock Merkel would be next. Merkel is 0 for 3. He'd love to get up there with some base runners on in this inning. Carney just finding, needing to find a way to get it out. They've given up a couple here since the pitching change. Stroh's pitch is high, ball two. There's nothing on his breaking ball right now. And that's a sign for Lincoln Southwest to set dead red. Two balls, one strike. Bases loaded in a huge bottom of the fourth here for Lincoln Southwest. They've been up to the plate for 25 minutes to pitch. Low, ball three. Fastball misses. And now Bus can really take a rip at one or just stand there and see if it's going to be a strike or not. Carney playing normal depth in the infield. And the 3-1 pitch from Stroh. He's going to be lined in a left field. Base hit. One run will score. Richter comes in, and it goes under his glove. It didn't matter. The runners were advancing anyway. It's a two-RBI single for Noah Buss. And it's 12-2, a 10-run lead here for Carney. And now they're in danger of not playing seven innings here because of the run rule. And they will courtesy run again. Here comes Jet Jaco in for Noah Buss. So Buss is at first. Fox moves to third. Roberson and Rennie came in to score. An eight-run inning, the largest half inning against any Kearney opponent all year long. And really for a while there, it looked like they were going to get out of this jam, even with the middle of the order up. Grosskreitz had jumped ahead on a couple of counts, but didn't work. And now Brock Merkel, you think he's the only Silverhawk that has not reached base today. And he wants to change that. And did we get a pinch hitter? I think maybe we got a pinch hitter here. Gabe Davis is going to check in for Merkel. So Gabe Davis is in 0-1 as he swung and missed. And now we'll take a pitch for ball one, 1-1. One one. So Gabe Davis, the senior, will come in for Merkel here in the fourth inning. And the pitch from Stroh swung on a miss, strike two. One and two. Runners at the corner. Two out. One out. Trying to make it two here. Let's see if they can get the pinch hitter in the senior Davis. Seth Stroh comes set. Miller behind the plate. And the pitch on one, two. Popped up on the infield. Stroh calls for it. Worley calls for it. Stroh takes it. And finally, out number two. It had been eight batters since Carney had recorded an out. And Gabe Davis now pops out to the pitcher for out number two. And Cameron Frederick, who is three for three. He's the one that kind of got things really blown open here in the inning with a two-RBI triple to the right field wall. Three for three, scored all three times. And he's got another RBI opportunity here with two outs in the fourth. And he'll take strike one, 0-1-1. Brant Grosskreitz, the starting pitcher. 
had battled through a couple of errors earlier in the game and then just got into trouble here in the fourth. Stroh's pitch. Swung on and popped into right center. The wind will push it towards Foster. He's under it. He's got it. And finally, the inning comes to an end. But Lincoln Southwest was able to send 13 men to the plate. And they're able to put up eight runs here on Carney High. And they lead it 12-2. to two. We go to the top of the fifth. Carney needs a run. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. We go to the top of the fifth inning and 2-3-4 up for Kearney, so kind of where they want to be from a lineup perspective as Corbin Foster will take one off the end of the bat for a foul ball, strike one. Braden Miller and Mason Casper will be next. Kearney finds themselves down 12-2. They have to score to keep the game going. Swung on and missed. Strike number two, Dylan Cox. Now the pitcher, he came in in relief and threw one pitch last half inning and that was a ground double play by Lane Shire. So 0-2. Trying to get on for the first time. Foster swung on in the dirt and missed. Strike three. Three pitches. And a Fox will pick up the strikeout. Braden Miller tripled and scored in the first. And grounded out to short to start the third. Casper doubled in the first and drove in the run. And then struck out in the third out of the 3-2 pitch. So... Here's two of the leading at hitters on the season for Carney, and they need to find a way. Braden Miller swung at the first pitch both times that he's been up, but this time he'll take one low. Ball one. One and oh. Miller with speed just needs to find any way to get on, and they can get him down to second. The 1-0 pitch from Cox. Inside, ball two. Cox doesn't, doesn't take a lot of time. He's got a real quick type of wind-up and delivery. He's got some pretty good heat out there, but he's got some movement as all L. 2-0 pitch. Miller swings at it and fouls it away. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. 2-1. When the game does come to a close, we'll have the final stats for you. Hopefully it'll be a while. And the 2-1 pitch. Miller low. Ball three. So Miller has jumped on every strike that's been thrown to him so far today. Casper waits on deck. 
Braden Miller, the 3-1. Swung on and fouled away. It was a good pitch right at the knees, and he had to go after it. And again, if Carney High, I'm going to tell you one thing. Carney has shown that they can score a lot of runs. Now, ask him to score 10 runs in three innings here is a lot, but if they could just get something going here in the fifth, they've got the bullpen out there for Southwest. The 3-2 pitch, Miller, it's high, ball four. So Miller will draw the one-out walk. But the first order of business is to get Miller across home plate with that third run and then see what happens. So Casper now stands in there. The RBI double in the first, struck out on a 3-2 pitch in the third. Miller gets his lead away from second. Would Coach Archer send him here? He's definitely got the speed. Try to get him in scoring position for Casper. Good lead over at first. Cox throws home. High ball one. Miller wasn't looking to go at all. So 1-0. And if Casper finds a gap, it might be enough for Miller to come all the way around. Then Corbin Rich would be next. The 1-0 pitch to Casper. Swung on and grounded weakly towards short. Coming in to make the play and throw over to first. In time, Miller trying to go to third, and it got away. Boy, he would have been close to being out. Miller was going all the way, and the throw back over wasn't quite dug out of the dirt that time by Cameron Fox, the third baseman, or Miller might have been it, but one out away. From picking up the victory here is Lincoln Southwest. Nice job by Cameron Frederick charging in to make the play on Mason Casper. Corbin Rich struck out in the second or in the first and flew out to a left in the third. And the last hope for Carney. Pitch up and in. He says he got hit. He's showing the umpire. The umpire didn't say anything. Rich started to head down to first with the bat in his hand. And he's showing the ump. He goes, right there it is. Sometimes that works. But it's going to be ball one, one 1-0. If this was 7-6, top of the seventh, there might be a little more arguing. Instead, the pitch from Dylan Cox. Strike one, one one-and-one. Seth Stroh would be next. 12-2 southwest, top of the fifth, two outs. Miller at third, the pitch inside. And it bounced off the catcher, but back towards the field of play, so Miller couldn't go anywhere. Two balls, one strike to Rich. Bus able to block the plate that time, block it. The JV game will be next, but will it be in 30 minutes or will it be in an hour and 30 minutes? Who knows? Depends how this at-bat at the moment plays out. Again, as you can hear, that wind whipping 20-25 to 25 constant here out of the north-northwest in Lincoln. And thanks to our many fine sponsors as the 2-1 pitch comes to Corbin Rich. Strike two, same place as the first one was. Fastball at the knees over the outside half, 2-2. Two and two. Miller at third. They need him to score down to the final strike. The pitch to Corbin Rich from Cox. Off speed inside, ball three. And the count is full. So Corbin Rich has taken all five pitches here from Dylan Cox. And the count has went full. So Dylan Cox coming out of the full windup. The 3-2 pitch is on the way, and it is going to be low. Ball three, ball four. They'll let him go down to first base. And now Seth Stroh tries to keep it going. So the second walk of the inning issued here by Dylan Cox. And those runners are now at first and third. 12-2 Lincoln Southwest, top of the fifth. And Seth Stroh 
is two for two today. He's got two of the six. And another one here keeps it alive. He's been struggling, but today, two for two. And now he's in on the mound. The pitch to Stroh. Swung on and missed, fouled back out of play. It's going to be uh, 0-1-1. Again, our high school baseball brought to you by Duncan Tice Construction. Building with confidence. And Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. 0-1-1 to Seth Stroh. The pitch swung on and fouled back in almost the exact same spot. 0-2, our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Once again, Lincoln Southwest, a strike away from finishing things off on a Saturday afternoon. Carney High home against Twin River Wednesday. They're trying to reschedule the game with Burke Tuesday. The 0-2 pitch now to Seth Stroh from Dylan Cox. Fastball low, ball one. One and two. So Stroh made a couple of nice plays in the field. Would love to go back out there on the mound, and he will if he can get a base hit here. One-two count to Stroh. Swung on and ripped into right field. This game will continue as he brings Braden Miller in. And down to second base will go Corbin Rich. So for the moment, Carney is still alive. Three for three today for Seth Stroh, and he gets his first RBI of the baseball game as Braden Miller will come in to score. 12-3. Now Jackson Worley, one for two. And now that you got one, why not go get a couple more? Let's find out if Worley can keep it going here against Dylan Cox. This kind of changes the mentality for Southwest now as he'll take one right at the knees for strike one. But if Worley could get some kind of an extra base hit, get one or two runners in here, you never know. 12-3 now, Southwest. And Cox's pitch. Swung on and hammered to left field. I don't know if they can send him, though. They'll have to hold up out here. And the bases are loaded. Corbin Rich, not the fastest guy on the team, but nonetheless the second hit for Jackson Worley. And that'll bring up Will Richter, and they will send Will to the plate. He started off with some uh, nice hits at the beginning of the season. He's kind of tailed off here lately. We talked about it earlier. He laid down a sacrifice bunt in the second, and then he walked in the fourth. And that was the first of two back-to-back walks that eventually led to Josh Hine being replaced. Bases loaded for the second time in the game. The ball gets away. Here comes Rich, trying to score on the wild pitch. He dives in safely on the runner's advance. So that makes it 12-4. I'm telling you, a base hit here cuts it to 12-6, and you just never know once you get into that bullpen. But uh, Carney High is still in this one, 12-4 at least. They're going to play some more baseball on the wild pitch. We will see Rich score. So it's 1-0 to Will Richter. Now can Dylan Cox find the strike zone? As we need to get a baseball back into play, and we do. You're listening to KXPN Carney at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda with you from Den Hartog Field. A big thank you to Athletic Director Mark Armstrong, the folks from Lincoln Southwest, the folks here at Hartog for their hospitality. The 1-1 pitch now. Taken in there for strike two to Will Richter. One ball, two strikes. Runners at second and third with two outs here in the top of the fifth. 
Cox quickly bringing home the pitch. It's going to be hit to third base. Knocked down, picked up, throwing over to try to get the speedy Richter, and they did get him. Nice job by Cameron Fox. The ball just kind of bounced about two feet in front of him. He calmly picked it up and made the play. It was hit hard, but Richter is out third to first. So for Carney here in the fifth inning, they stay alive with two runs. They do that via the two hits. There were no errors and two men left on. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. It's Lincoln Southwest 12, Carney 4 on ESPN Radio. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Kearney Baseball in this broadcast. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney. High baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. Well, Dylan Berkey is now going to come in and pitch for Carney, the senior here in the bottom of the fifth. Kind of a double-edged sword. Coach uh, Archer doesn't want to burn a lot of bullpen here, getting ready for next week's districts, but he also wants to have a chance to keep his team playing baseball here. Carney scored two in the top of the fifth. If Southwest gets two in the bottom of the fifth, they would still win by the 10-run rule. The second baseman, Max Peterson, will lead it off, followed by the designated hitter, Trayton Randall, and the center fielder, Nate Matthews. First three men to the plate here for Lincoln Southwest. For Peterson, he is two for three with two runs scored and an RBI. Doubled, scored, and drove in a run in the first, struck out in the third, singled, and scored in the fourth. Of course, Lincoln Southwest sent 13 batters to the plate last half inning. And they lead it by a score of 12-4. to 4. They scored eight last inning. Now Dylan Berkey in, the third pitcher here for Carney High. Stroh goes back to shortstop, and uh, Grosskreitz comes out of the ball game. The first pitch by Berkey is low and in. Ball one. 1-0 to the leadoff hitter in the inning, the cleanup hitter for Lincoln Southwest. Southwest does have one more game to play as well. They play on Monday when they take on Lincoln Northeast. And the pitch, curveball strike, one and one, taken by Peterson. One ball, one strike. As we get things underway here in the bottom half of the fifth inning, Carney trailing by a score of 12 to 4. And the pitch swung on and grounded weakly to first, waiting for it to get there, picking it up, Worley stepping on the bag, and one up, one down. 
So that is the first time since the second inning that the leadoff man has been down for Karn here for a Southwest. And that'll bring up Trayton Randall. He is two for three and was called out on batter's interference. We checked with our umpiring expert, Jimmy Langan, during the break. He said that is exactly what happens if a base runner is stealing and there's batter's interference. He is out unless it's strike three. Then that changes things up. Here's a breaking ball that sets inside for ball one. So something that you don't see every day, but that's what happened. So 1-0 to Randall as Berkey comes out of the windup in the pitch. Low ball two, 2. 2-0. 12-4, Lincoln Southwest. Two in the first, two in the third, eight in the fourth. Carney, one in the first, one in the second, two in the fifth. And the pitch to Randall on the way. Taken just a touch high for ball three. 3-0 three to Trey Randall. Something that no one in the ballpark wants to see on either team is walks right now. One way or the other, get the ball in play, see what happens. The 3-0 pitch is going to be taken right down Broadway for strike one. Three balls, one strike. Nate Matthews is next. And if anybody gets aboard, Trey Roberson would be waiting. Randall now awaits the 3-1 from Berkey, which is delivered inside ball four. And Randall's on base for the third time here this afternoon. That'll bring up the center fielder, Nate Matthews. Matthews is one for two in the game. He flew out to left to end the first. He singled and scored in the third. And then in the fourth, he laid down a sacrifice bunt, which was thrown away. He reached on the air and eventually came around to score. So one on, one out now as Matthews. Takes the first pitch, and we're going to have a pinch hitter. Grant McKelvey is going to come in for Matthews. So checking in the second pinch hitter of the day, Grant McKelvey. As we bat here in the fifth, and it's going to be ball two, two and oh. So Berkey falls behind in the count again. And now comes off the mound, takes a little walk around, tries to compose himself. Hasn't had a whole lot of opportunities this year, so he doesn't want to miss on this one. Two balls, no strikes to McKelvey. And the pitch. Good sweeper that is going to be called ball three. So apparently our home plate umpire is wearing the long johns today and is very warm because the strike zone has not expanded with this eight-run lead. The 3-0 pitch. There's one for strike one, three and one. Trey Roberson would be next. Three balls, one strike. Randall at first. Things have kind of quieted down here after that eight-run bomb. And three and two. Thinking about offering at it is McKelvey, but McKelvey pinch hitting hasn't moved the bat off his shoulder. And the count is full, three and two, with Randall down at first. See if he can put a ball in play here from Dylan Berkey. And the full count offering over the head to the backstop. Doesn't matter. It was ball four, and Miller will go and get it. Miller tried to throw a curveball that slipped right out of his hands. So back-to-back walks after getting Peterson on the ground out. And Trey Roberson will check in. The first baseman is going to see another pinch hitter. 
And Jet Jaco will come in. Jaco had pinch ran a couple of times. And with a nice lead, Coach Vernon kind of batting through the order here a little bit with another. Checking in. First and second after back-to-back walks. Here's one over the outside corner for strike one. Nice pitch from Dylan Berkey. Again, we mentioned earlier, both pitchers had been getting that outside corner. If you could pinpoint one there, you were going to be able to make a living today. 12-4 Southwest. The winning run is on first, again, because of the 10-run rule. The pitch swung on and missed. That was a good pitch and a good swing. He just didn't catch up to. That was the best pitch we'd seen from Berkey since the leadoff man in Peterson, and it's 0-2. Carney scored two in the fifth to keep the game alive. Now they're trying to keep it going by shutting down Southwest in the bottom of the fifth. And the 0-2 pitch to Jayco is outside, way outside. But again, Carney setting up out there, and it sailed even farther. One ball, two strikes. High school baseball brought to you by the Bike Shed. Head to the Shed and Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses. Locally grown, locally owned. The 1-2 pitch again. Tries to come with something up top off speed, and it stays there. Ball two. Two balls, two strikes. One out. Runners at first and second here in the bottom of the fifth. Berkey comes set on the mound. As they play him straight up defensively, the pitch. Just missed. Ball three. We talked about living on the outside. That's where that pitch was, but they're going to say it was a touch low. So now the base is loaded. Berkey trying to avoid three straight walks here. After he was ahead, 0-2 in the count to Jet Jaco. And the full count pitch outside ball four. Let's see if we get a trip to the mound here from the Carney High dugout. And now the bases are loaded. The winning run is in scoring position for Chase Rennie. Rennie is one for two. He singled in the second, lined out sharply to end the third, and then was hit by a pitch and scored in the fourth. And no trip to the mound. Just maybe some encouragement. But a base hit ends this game right here if Rennie can do it. And he'll take a swing at the first pitch and miss. Strike one. 0-1. Cameron Fox would be next if they get Rennie. But there's no room to put him. Berkey's got to throw strikes here. 0-1. Randall away from third. The pitch. Anything off speed is missed, and that one does as well. It's 1-1. So Randall at third, Grant McKelvey at second, Jet Jaco at first, and the 1-1 pitch on the way, inside fastball, ball two. Two balls, one strike to Rennie. Here in the bottom of the fifth. Will the game continue or can it end right here? The pitch swung on and fouled back. Strike two, two and two. So Berkey trying to get a strike out here and then finish off Fox and get Carney to the plate here in the sixth. But again, a base hit most likely ends this. Carney actually playing fairly deep in the outfield and the pitch is outside, ball three, three and two. All three base runners have reached base via the walk. And Berkey's got to throw a strike right here. 
3-2 count to the last two batters as well. The 3-2 pitch. Low, ball four. And the bases are loaded, and the bases are still loaded via the walk. And now anything will put the ball game over. Any ball put in play, a sacrifice fly, a pitch to the backstop. Cameron Fox is up. He's reached all three times. Sacrifice bunt uh, was thrown away in the second, and then he walked in his last two plate appearances. 13-4, Lincoln Southwest, and Berkey, the third baseman, Fox, takes one over the outside for strike number one. One out. Again, the outfield actually is playing too deep right now. Anything that's hit to left or center will easily score the run. The right fielder Foster in a little bit, but that's the way the wind's blowing. The pitch taken inside for ball number one. One ball, one strike. Not Carney's day today. Biggest deficit of the year at any time, and this would be the first time that they get 10 run if it does indeed happen. The one ball, one strike pitch from Berkey. Fox takes it low. Good block by Miller. Ball two. Rough way to go here for Carney High. After getting a couple on the top, everybody's been walked. You might walk in the winning run. Fox, the number nine man in the order, but he's reached every time. 2-1 pitch. Inside ball three, and we're a pitch away from going home. And you got a feel for Dylan Berkey. No one wants to be in this situation. He's worked that count full to almost every batter. But every three-ball pitch has been ball four. Three and one to Cameron Fox. And the pitch taken in the dirt, and that's the ball game. Ball four. And Lincoln Southwest will advance on here with a win over Kearney High by a score of 14-4 to in five innings. Here in the fifth, two runs on no hits, no errors. The bases will remain loaded. And Kearney High will fall to 14-8, and eight, have their four-game winning streak snap. And for Lincoln Southwest, they'll snap a two-game winning losing streak, and they'll go to 14-7, and seven, and the teams will split the two games that they played this year. Kearney won the first game of the conference tournament 11-3. Southwest wins today 14-4. We'll be back with the postgame on ESPN Radio right after this. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? 
Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Doug Duda back with you here on the ESPN Post Game. The beginning, Lincoln Southwest fourth had eight runs on five hits, one Carney error. They left two men on. That blew it open. Uh, Carney High was able to get two in the top of the fifth to keep the game going, but then five straight walks in the bottom of the fifth allowed those two runs to be answered in Lincoln Southwest. Ten run rules Carney today in five innings by a score of 14-4. Our high school baseball brought to you in part by SeaTech Flooring, your restoration experts, and Insurance Connection, connecting your family with the coverage that's right. When we finish up here, we'll turn it back over to ESPN National for more coverage from the NFL draft as they are moving along in the fifth round right now uh, and, and see how things are moving on. Clayton Thorson, just uh, the Northwestern quarterback, picked up by the Philadelphia Eagles uh, today. Not a whole lot of excitement so far uh, in the draft that we have seen this afternoon. Still waiting for a Husker to be taken. We will talk with assistant coach uh, Peyton Pocock here in our post-game show. But let's give you the uh, final numbers for our baseball game, and we will start uh, with uh, Carney High. Carney High today with four runs on eight hits. There were no Lincoln Southwest errors. Carney left seven men on base. Out of those eight hits today, Braden Miller was one for two with a walk, a triple, and two runs scored. Mason Casper was one for three with an RBI double. Also in the ball game, we had uh, Seth Stroh leading the way for the Bearcats. He had his best day of the season. He went three for three with an RBI and a single. Jackson Worley was two for three. He went three for four yesterday, so five of seven over the weekend. Yesterday, uh, maybe should have went four for four, a ball that was misplayed in the outfield. They ruled an error, which could have went as a hit. So uh, depending on who you talk to, maybe he's... Uh, six out of seven instead of five out of seven. Uh, Will Richter reached on a walk today. Trey Rodriguez also had a single in the ball game. Josh Hine went three and a third innings, gave up six hits, two runs, two walks, four strikeouts. He gets the win. Dylan Cox, a third, one and two thirds innings, two runs, two hits, two walks, and one strikeout on that side of the ledger. For Lincoln Southwest, they managed 14 runs on 12 hits. There were three Carney errors. They left nine on base. Remember that they uh, ended the game with those three guys on base, so they would have probably had a chance to bring more runs into the ball game. For Noah Buss, he was two for four today with a two RBI single and scored. Then you move on down to Cam Frederick. He was three for four in the ball game today with a triple two RBIs and three runs scored. Max Peterson was two for four today with a double, an RBI, and two runs scored. Trayton Randall was 
two for three today. He also had a walk. He had a two RBI single. He had an RBI single in the first, so three RBIs scored twice. The only time he was called out was on batter's interference in the baseball game uh, here today for Lincoln Southwest. And uh, Trey Roberson also had a single in the ball game today. Chase Rennie walked, was hit by a pitch, and singled in the game. And Cam Fox actually played great defense, walked three times. And uh, sounds like there were a lot of walks. We had a lot of walks at the end of the game. And uh, we bring in Peyton Pocock. Uh, I guess you play a lot of baseball games. You're going to win some. You beat them 11-3 to the first time, and uh, it just... It started out okay. We got through the first yep. couple of innings, answered right after they got the two spot with two outs, but uh, it just wasn't uh, meant to be today for the Bearcats. Uh, yeah, we that one in that big inning they had, we kind of we had a few mishaps in the field and didn't maybe execute some pitches. But I mean, Grosskreitz did well. He gave our defense shots to help him out, and then we didn't obviously have those three errors behind him. But uh, we came out flat a little bit after, I think. And then I mean, it, obviously, like you said, it was close those first couple innings, and then. Things kind of broke open. So, Well, the kids played well yesterday uh, mm-hmm. against uh, Grand Island. We mentioned Jackson Worley, Seth Strohs, three for three today. So even though it wasn't a win, we see some bright spots from kind of the bottom of the lineup. And let's be, let's be honest, Peyton, when we were talking a week ago, two weeks ago, that was really hurting the Bearcats. They weren't getting mm-hmm. any production from the bottom of the order. So possibly this is a bright spot as we get ready for the last couple of games and head to districts yeah no absolutely uh grand island games are always emotionally charged so it's kind of hard to bounce back going to a game kind of traveling again after that but uh yeah the bottom of our order has really picked it up uh Worley is his bat's starting to come around obviously seth is starting to come around and um the top of our order doesn't have to pick up as much slack now i mean we have more of our guys on our order starting to hit so that's gonna really help us out here down the stretch Take me to one of the plays in the baseball game here where it's 4-2. to two. This is before the eight-inning kind of debacle happens. We're in the top of the fourth. It's 4-2. to two. Get the bases loaded, knock out their starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. Lane comes up, hits the ball hard, but right at third. And uh, as we mentioned, their third baseman, Cameron Fox, makes a nice play, steps on the bag, throws him out. What could be at least tying the game, potential big inning, turns into nothing, and then what happens in the bottom of the fourth. Could you tell after that double play that something had changed emotionally from the ball club? Yeah, because, I mean, we had that first out right away in that inning, and then we load the bases. So, I mean, that's a little momentum starting to gain there. And then Lane hits a hard – I mean, he barreled that up, and the kid made a good play and ended the inning with one out. So uh, I think that kind of took our momentum out a little bit, and then we came out and then didn't make plays behind our pitcher there in that inning, that next half. So. The kids have played in some bad conditions at the beginning of the year this year. In the summer, yeah, maybe maybe you might get a bad day in May to start things off, but you're not used to actually playing games and things like this. How bad was the weather out there from the wind standpoint? I know when you get behind and if you do get your dauber down, that can be, oh, my God, it's cold and all that, mm-hmm. but how, how rough was it out there today? Well, I'll take it from every aspect here. On the mound, it's hard for guys to get going. I think it was kind of hard for Grosskreitz to get kind of get his rhythm and get his feel there. And I mean, he pitched as well as he could under the circumstance. And then, obviously, at the plate, this is a hitter's nightmare with the wind and the cold. So, but uh, and then the field, it just depends. You got to keep moving. But I think absolutely that plays a factor. Our guys are definitely not used to that, and we haven't had a whole lot of games this year with this kind of weather. We've been kind of blessed this past week and a half with good weather. So Guys are starting was... to get a tan. They don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, obviously that's going to have a little bit of an effect, but you, either way, we came out kind of flat. you got to come out and be ready to go no matter what. 
if you do get a chance to play Burke, they're a decent team. Uh, maybe we can get that scheduled on Tuesday. Twin River, maybe a chance to get some other kids in and, and rest you up uh, for, for the districts. And uh, I know when you ask uh, Coach Archer, everything's up in the air when it comes to this district play mm-hmm. right now. Uh, with a win yesterday and a loss today, you might just kind of stay where you are. Yeah. And if I look at this right, that puts you in a chance to be in that 14, 13, 15 hole where you might be in the same district with number one Millard West or number two. Have you guys taken a look at that at all? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like you said, it's kind of just up in the air, kind of all over the state and all over Class A. Things are going to either stay the same or they could jump around quite a bit depending on some games this weekend and going into next week. But, uh, you know, whoever we get, I know our guys are going to come out. We're going to be ready to go. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'm trying to keep you in here as long as possible to warm up. But we'll <laughs> let you helping. get back down to the kids of the JV game. Peyton, thanks for the time. Yep. We'll see you Thank you. Soon. Appreciate it. That's Peyton Pocock. Carney uh, falls today 14-4. to We'll wrap things up on our ESPN postgame show right after this. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Carney High School Baseball. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball it's the dream of every american your own home and midwest elite contracting brings that dream to you whether your old home is not big enough needing updates or new construction midwest elite contracting can complete it on time on budget they can help you with everything including the design new construction remodel siding roofing and more the only name you need is midwest elite contracting stop in and see the showroom at their new location 3803 2nd avenue and online at mw elite contracting the JV game is coming up next here. Of course, uh, we wish the best of luck to Carney High as uh, they continue things on. It's been a cool one, and, uh, man, the temperature just really dropping. Uh, it started at 49. It ends at 43. Wind chill was 42. Now it's 33. North-northwest winds at 28 mile an hour as they had just gotten underway across town at Haymarket Park. The Huskers taking on uh, Illinois. Don't forget Hastings College Baseball on 1230 AM KHAS at Duncan Field. Maybe the wind will help them get one out of that. Grand Canyon over there today, the doubleheader at 4 on 1230 KHS. We've got the draft coming up next here, NBA playoffs coming up tomorrow uh, as well, and then Kearney Baseball, Twin River, the home finale on Wednesday. We'll keep our ears out to see what happens uh, with the possible rescheduling of the Omaha-Burke game on Tuesday 
uh, talking to the coaches. They will not make a final decision on that until Monday. Burt coming into the weekend was 12-6, and six, so an opportunity there to play another solid team uh, out of the Metro. Again, today, Kearney suffers their worst loss of the year, first time that they've been 10-run. Lincoln Southwest with a big fourth inning, uh, eight-run inning on five hits and a Kearney error. They win it 14-4, 14 runs, 12 hits, three errors, nine left on base, including the bases loaded when the game ended in the bottom of the fifth there with the walk-off walk. Kearney, four runs, eight hits, no errors, and seven men left on base. Seth Stroh, three for three. Jackson Worley, two for three in the game today. Josh Hine, the winning pitcher for Lincoln Southwest. Brant Grosskreitz gives up ten hits in three and a third innings, takes the loss for Kearney. For our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for listening, everyone, to High School Baseball here on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. To be a Platte River Prep school sponsor, like Awari Dunes and Copycat Printing, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. 1230 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.